It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Well, one thing you could do is uh, uh, express support for reversing the deregulation uh, that uh, happened on his watch. I heard him say he had nothing to do with it, even though it was in his administration. Uh, so if he had nothing to do with it, and uh, they did it in his administration against his will, uh, maybe he could come out and say that, uh, uh, that uh, he supports us moving in a different direction. He's good. Secretary feet blowing him up again. Yeah, that's Wait, some 3D chess. Don't look directly at him. With Hugo saying, Oh my god! Oh my god! Ah! It was rain outside in LA! I had to drive a car in the rain! Uh, it, I had the lid off my latte and it, it it made my foam go away! Did you find an open Starbucks? Uh, I found an open Starbucks, <laughs> but then my foam is gone! Why, God? Why this rain? Why? Struggle Show me real. on the doll where they made me drive in the rain in LA! We had snow at the Hollywood sign yesterday. These two have been whining to Hi. me for days. If you can drive there, the weather's going to be so awful. There's going to be weather. <laughs> Jody Hamilton canceled on us because it was too rainy for yeah. her to yeah. drive in. Yeah. No, Travis. That's that's why she told you she canceled this. <laughs> We've wanted to talk to you for a long time about a few things. Good morning. Good morning. You're here selling a movie, though. You said uh, my next superhero script is about a guy in L.A. who, after a freak gamma ray accident, has the power to drive a car in the rain. <laughs> it's true. I grew up in Buffalo, so I spent my entire rainy season here going, Go! Just go! That's me. I, I know. You made us do a show in Buffalo once, and it was great. Right? And we sold out Shays Performing Shays. Arts Center, and that's why we never went back, because it was so good. <laughs> good morning, John. Good morning, Fugelsang. guys. Hello. Hello. The New York Bureau is here. Hiya. 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 It's going to be a lot of handsome and romantic. Glenn Kirshner coming up. And then, uh, thank God, Frangela's back. Oh, so. my God. Oh. You have an entire section just devoted to triggering Frangela, which yeah. is not very nice. Well, I mean, some of it is stuff that, some of it's stuff that we played earlier this week. Tim but, Scott. Found some new Marjorie Taylor Green into yes. Tim Scott. Oh, Tim Scott. Marjorie Taylor Green on race relations, John. What? Is there anything more? Oh, she's such more an magical? expert. Oh, I got six billion reasons why I want to hear that. <laughs> okay. Oh, too bad oh, we're saving you. you hear know? that? Yes, that was dark. Six billion people wow. have come across our border under Joe Biden. Marjorie yes. Taylor Green informed us of that. Oh. In a world that oh, just hit eight billion, yeah. six billion All of them have come wow. through Mexico. Wow. That's in the last a, two years. She's good at math. Okay. Hence the line at Starbucks, I guess. <laughs> With no foam. No foam. Uh, what kind of a god? So I can't wait to talk to Glenn Kirshner in a few minutes. Uh, Black Knight tweets, Jared and Ivanka have some fun decisions to make when they testify to Jack Smith's grand jury. Uh, they can't change the story they gave to the J6 committee, but they also don't know what other witnesses have told Smith. So right. no matter what, they could get busted for lying. Mm. Yay. Yay. I'd rather Don Jr. get busted for lying, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he deserves it. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've given up it. waiting for my Mueller prize in the mail. I, 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 as long as Donald Trump can ruin you, you Ron DeSantis, that's all I can. I just you know want... what? There's a solid wall of negativity there. Uh, no, no, Travis no. is, no, is firmly not. in the in the wake me when it's there's not. they're in jail, and you're in the oh Donald Trump is never going to jail. Camp. Donald Trump is never going to jail, but that means he can destroy Ron DeSantis. This means that's I'm what stuck, we have to focus on. I'm stuck on. talking just to Chris, who uh, is also a wall of negativity, but just about other things. I feel like I'm Brando and Superman trying to warn you about Ron DeSantis, and you all don't believe me.
It, he's going to blow things up. Oh no, he's awful. He's, but I just, I. St- oh, he's the worst. We he's still really, need Trump in prison. That's all we. That's we need Trump kneecapping DeSantis. I'm with Brooklyn Dad Defiant, who said I kind of love the irony that Trump called for Hillary Clinton to be investigated and locked up hundreds of times, but she's going to get to watch him get indicted while su- sipping wine, laughing her ass off. She was right about his traitorous ass. Oh, and also everything else. Yeah. Just. As long as she- <laughs> How you gonna die? Hmm? How you gonna die? Mad about 2016. Yeah. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what did Zoe Lofgren say yesterday? Uh, Ivana, Ivanka, is, what's her, which one's buried with the documents again? Ivana. Ivana, Ivana is Not buried Ivanka. with the documents. Oh, you keep okay. you keep killing Ivanka. Ivanka, sorry. Ivanka is the one he wants to have sex with. Ivana is the one oh, with the documents. Right, his ex-wife is the one who did not want to have sex with him. Ivana is the one that does. Ivanka. Ivanka is the daughter. Ivana is the mother. Right, right, right. Ivana was the first Russian mole to target him. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Zoe Lofgren said she was very, what's the word, vague. She was very vague. She was very vague in her testimony. She said the grand juries might have a way. You know, the day your father tried to overthrow the United States government. Who can remember these details? Right, you're bound to just, it's all fuzzy up there, kind of vague. But it reminded us of our good friend Julie Brown. Yes. We love Who her. needs to new and do a new version of Vague, doesn't she? Come on, get Vague. Let your IQ drop while you bow. Paris Hilton, Kathy Lee are as vague as they can be. Terry Hatcher, Helen Hunt talk about two boring girls. Jesse James, Anderson Pam, personality of spam. Katie Holmes, Heidi Klum, suck the air out of every room. Ryan Seacrest, Kelly Ripper, wish their mouths had a zipper. Britney Spears loves to sing and wreck the cover of a magazine. Kirstie Alley's brain is gone. Dr. Phil gives good yawn. Sarah Palin <laughs> thinks she's great. She's just cold boogers on a paper plate. Why they're famous, we don't know, but all the Kardashians have to go. Ladies with no point of view, fellas who don't have a clue. If they're stars, then you can do it. Just be vague, there's nothing to it. Vague. All right. She's fantastic. I just got to see Julie Brown a few weeks ago. She remains hilarious. She's a she's a delight. <laughs> she is a delight. She's a confection. John. Yes, she's she a is. comedy confection. She is. Yes, much like John Fugel's thing. Oh, uh, John, you tweeted why Marjorie Taylor Greene's national divorce of secession would never happen and would never work, uh, and the one way maybe it, it could. That's a video that we did a couple of weeks back. Explain. That uh, it, well, well, it's all about everyone who wants to secede. I always say, why don't you just go be ignorant in another country for a while right. instead of right. formally seceding? Why does she think that she gets United States of America? You don't get that. Yeah, you can no, leave. You can we've done this Magatocracy or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, they have to find a new name for their right. Confederate States of America. Right. I don't know what that name could be, but right. uh, they'll they'll leave, and um, they're never going to go because the red states, not all of them, but you know the ones, mm-hmm. are never going to give up living off the federal teat. They, they're the states that take more money than they put in. Yeah. And, and plus, there's cops and soldiers who aren't going to want to give up a pension. We're not going to see this. It's going to be purple. They're going to be right-wing guys getting guns and pretending there's a war. Uh, so uh, we, we, we pitched in the video, what if we just started Whitopia? What if we just took a little bit of Mississippi, a little bit of Alabama? You yeah. can take the whole two states if you want. Right. We'll take D.C. and Puerto Rico. Sure. We're good. Sure. Or just take a little piece of those two, and then all the Trumpers can move there. Oh. With all the guns, all oh. the drugs, okay. no right. regulation. Yeah. Like that job-killing regulation that almost kept that train from derailing, thank God. Uh, put them all there, then we install cameras. Yeah. And then we turn them on. It's pay-per-view. And that's how we pay their foreign aid to Whitopia. 
Okay. And they all live down there. And then we can build that wall. You're a problem wall. solver. And Trump you... gets to be supreme ruler for life. You're a problem solver. I fixed it all for you. <laughs> um, Secretary Pete, God bless him, right? Nobody is, nobody's better at that. Just shooting right. down these talking points. Well, about... it's like 3D chess he's playing there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I even Fox News. John, what is happening at Fox News? Is it the Dominion suit? They yeah, are reporting that it was Trump who, you know, rolled back the safety regulations. Fox has gone all yeah. in on Ron DeSantis. As, as I yes. keep warning you from the wilderness, yes. they have thrown Trump off the side of the parade float. They're going all in for DeSantis. The Senate is going all in for DeSantis. The Republican establishment is going all in on Ron. Yeah. It's going to be all Ronda all the time. And that's why we get to buy popcorn and watch Trump and Ronda tear each other apart. Brian Tyler Cohen said, uh, holy Fox News just acknowledged on air regulations regarding train safety were changed under Trump. This particular railroad and others lobbied Trump to dismantle an Obama era rule that would have required railroads to update their braking systems. What? How does what's the disconnect on the Fox viewer here? <coughs> right. I mean, mm-hmm. pardon Excuse, me. Sorry. That was me. <laughs> I know I smell I'm like sorry. Kendall I'm sorry. You know what? That. You're a busy man. If you need to do a hernia <laughs> test now, you go ahead. <laughs> no, well, Travis said it was a hernia test. I didn't right. understand. I, I no? mean, he, he offered it to me. No. I didn't think it involved that, but yeah. You're fine. No, I mean, this is the job killing regulation they talk about, yeah. right? Like, yes. like that giant plume of poison air above Palestine, Pennsylvania is big government getting off of businesses back. Yeah. Just Ohio. like when your tap Ohio. water catches on fire, just like when there's oil on the beach. Yeah. It's uh, it's big government finally backing down, folks. Um, yes. Uh, Joe said a tweets. Fun fact: Donald Trump never once visited the site of a train derailment while he was president. He did go to North Korea, though. Uh, but do go on about how President Biden went to Ukraine instead of East Palestine. Blah blah blah. Palestine. Uh, Palestine. Palestine. Pardon me. Um, I think there was over. What was it? What did I read? Four thousand. Oh yeah, here it is. Ron. Filipowski said maybe uh, instead of handing out Trump water and buying Big Macs, Trump or his transportation secretary could have visited the site of one of the 4,000 plus train derailments during his presidency or done something like pass an infrastructure bill to fix the problem. I mean, it's (laughs) more headlines. Fox News will never hear. That's what I'm saying. But this is how I'm not exactly certain how you deal with our mainstream media who report whatever. Ridicule. What did Eric Bollard always say? What are Republicans mad about today? And they don't put it in context and go, Donald Trump didn't go to one of the over 4,000 train derailments in his presidency, even the fatal ones. So the fact that they, but they go 24-7 with, Biden's didn't go to the yeah, train thing. it's a white grievance machine. Right. I mean, and whatever. Secretary Pete needs to be fired. Nobody yes. ever said Elaine Chow needs to be no. fired for not, yeah. Do you understand, Stephanie, that there are trans children in this country right now who want to play sports? Yes. And Donald Trump I'm and Rodney Sanders are here to keep us safe from trans children who want to play sports. Thank you for and focusing me on your the real 401K, problem. Your health care, your student loan debt doesn't matter. There's trans children who want to play sports. You should be angry about this I, and vote you for know the politicians if you weren't to do something. At the same level of outrage about your latte in the rain, I would take you more seriously. And that's it. <laughs> it's all umbrage-gasm. That's all the GOP has to offer. Non, They have deregulation and tax breaks for millionaires. Non-millionaires get umbrage. Yeah. That's the game. You tweeted the CEOs who cut your salary and benefits, bought off our, your politicians, poisoned your air and water, outsourced your jobs, remind you that unions are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that has been another one of the sort of neat tricks they've pulled, right? When you, I mean, the reason we have, today's Friday, the reason we have the weekend off is <laughs> unions, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, and on and on. Uh, but like, you know, well, there are corrupt, there have been corrupt unions in the past, but there have also been corrupt CEOs and no one's saying we got to ban CEOs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unions By the have way, always been the strongest voice working people have I'm had this. I'm sorry you had an awkward flight out here. You said the nice guy next to me on the flight just offered to switch seats so I could sit next to my family. Oh, they paid extra to have someone sit in between us so they don't have to be near me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he didn't realize it was a joke and the flight is really tense it now. It was really awkward, yeah. Because we, we, well, that's my life. We flew to L.A. and then we flew from L.A. to Tucson, then mm -hmm. Tucson back to L.A. last night. Because we don't want to have a real vacation where you rest, you no, know, no. and then fly back tomorrow. And then I have to fly Sunday to uh, Denver for a funeral, then fly back Monday. Oh dear. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm I, I'm, that's okay. I just want to see how many times I can watch Top Gun Maverick on a plane. <laughs> that five inch screen is really how you need to see the film. It's a really good way to do it. There's, layer, the there's to layers do. you missed. If you first, can't watch it on your time. phone, watch it on an airplane yeah, screen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's a pretty flight in over the bay though, in Denver. So <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I Okay. Oh. We love you, Denver! City by the Bay! Oh, Frangel and I can reminisce about me making them do the entire total eclipse of the heart. I think Denver. I was here three weeks ago, and your puppies have doubled in size I since know. then. Aren't they, aren't they ferociously <laughs> huge? Yes. They're very cute. Extra food and music. This is mankind's greatest invention. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Get it. Get it. Look directly at the John Cable sign. Hello, John. Hi. <laughs> John tweeted, uh, I like going to classic rock shows because I enjoy being the youngest guy in the audience, and my, life, my wife likes going to classic rock shows because she enjoys seeing only long lines for the men's room. See, that's everything is. old is new again. That's, yeah, See, yeah. Worth, that's worth it, ladies. And now you're all the, the guys in that fishing boat commercial. You, gotta pee. you have to pee too frequently. Oh, yes, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Okay, good. <laughs> I've been wanting to speak. Yeah. Speaking of bathrooms, you said transgender bathroom hysteria brought to you by the party of Dennis Haster, Josh Duggar, Roy, Roy Moore, and Larry Craig. Um, yes, it does seem like... Uh, that's all they got. Yeah. Wheel um, Right wing hypocrites! It is amazing. They just sort of erase that part of their yep. history. Well, that's why we are here at the very simple uh, nursery rhyme. More Republican senators have been arrested in public restrooms than trans women. There Isn't that easy to remember? There, More there Republican senators. That yeah. is a fun fact. But that's what they got, right? They don't have, they're, they're, they can't, they're not going after Muslims. You know, they still have undocumented immigrants, but yeah. now it's going to be trans children yeah. for the next year. That yeah. Every generation finds a new scapegoat, a new marginalized group to mm -hmm. beat up on when they pretend they're Christian. And trans kids have got it. It's theirs for a while. And, and uh, that's what they're going to run on. Anita Needs. in San Antonio, you are on with John. Hi, Anita. Good morning. Good morning, John. Good Hi. morning, everyone. Um, yeah, ideally, Trump will not be indicted or arrested until after, like, the Republican uh, primary. That's beautiful. Because... He's not. Yeah, he's not going to let anybody take uh, get the nomination, but him. I know he will burn that party down. He yeah. doesn't care about the Republican Party. Don't he, forget he, Travis he and my dream. We still can dream a dream that he runs third yeah, party from prison. Oh. Yeah, oh. that would be John's that would be orgasm. perfect. Oh, <laughs> can you say that slower? Can you say it slower? He, he, remember what Lindsey Graham said: If we nominate Donald Trump, yes. he will destroy the Republican Party, and we will deserve it. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. I think that might come true. I'm just yeah. saying we need to get out of the way and let him do it. Yeah. yeah. You know what he's exactly. doing right now? He he takes a bit of Ron DeSantis' clothing and he, he rubs it under uh, uh, Christy Gnome's nose so she'll have the scent. And then he lets her out of the kennel <laughs> and she goes to attack him. 
I didn't know that, John. That's actually true. Um, you tweeted about the, uh, how did you say it? The incredibly weak trolls mocking the public strength of uh, John Fetterman. I just thought, oh, yeah. who's, where was this tweet? We live in a country where conservative policymakers attribute gun violence to mental health issues, homelessness to mental health issues, excuse police violence when the victims have mental health issues, and also ensure that treatment remains unaffordable. And uh, George Conway said, meanwhile, those same people attack someone who seeks treatment for depression while they pretend that a certain narcissistic sociopath was fit to control the world's second biggest arsenal of nuclear weapons. I mean, the hypocrisy just for days. Right? We did a whole segment about this on the show and on the, the podcast podcast we do uh you know i can't imagine john fetterman doing anything in his senate career that could have the impact that his public announcement had there are men who will be less afraid to ask for help because of the brave example john fetterman set and these cowards these unmanly little bitches who hide their names and faces on twitter to go attack his manhood when the guy had a stroke and kept on running for press for for senate after a stroke the good people of of of, of the of pennsylvania said you know what we'll take fetterman with a stroke over dr oz on his yeah. best day yeah and then he actually he could have lied he could have said oh i'm exhausted oh I, i've developed a, a dependency on painkillers he could have said anything but he said no i'm going to get treated for depression because i had yeah. a stroke and i'm recovering right yeah and we will never be able to measure how many lives that might have saved yeah. there have been other senators who have sought treatment for depression i don't know of any who did it publicly yeah yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Omar Rivero uh, tweeted, woke liberals, because I know, what is that Ron DeSantis' slogan? Is yeah, woke, yeah. Florida's where woke goes to die? That's what the sleepies say, yes. Yeah. The comatose mock the um, woke. This is just, this should, could be our slogan for uh, sexy liberal. The next, I don't know, we haven't talked about the next iteration, but I wore this for you, uh, my thank sexy you. liberal t The cancel woke snowflake tour. Yeah. <laughs> Woke liberals ended slavery and got women and black folks the right to vote, created Social Security, lifted millions of seniors out of poverty, passed the Civil Rights Act, the Clean Air Act, the Clear Water Act, and Medicare. Conservative patriots opposed every single one. Um, that That's... What is happening? What is? Am huh? I, I don't know. Am I doing a hearing test? What's going on? I hear that too. The following is a that's test. Outside. Oh. That's, that's in your house. Oh. Rut row. Okay. Oh, is that a flood alert? <laughs> Let's go. Let me go check. 29 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Glenn Kirshner next. why the Democrats want black people to le- to believe so they can keep the black vote. That is, that's what all of this is about. They want black people to believe that white people are racist and Republicans are racist and President Trump is a racist so they can keep the black vote. If anything, they're trying to keep the black people in a modern day form of slavery. There you go. It's a slavery system to keep their vote. It's all about control. Uh, just a little preview of uh, our new series, Triggering Frangela. That was uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll play that again in hour three. Mm. Okay. John, your thoughts? Well, congratulations, uh, MacGyver, on stopping the piercing Yoko Ono tone. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you. I, we are I, at presently. Oh, no, wait. looks like internet is back. Oh, Do you guys well, get it? It's back, but we're not connecting to servers. Okay. Sorry, uh, folks. This is what happens when it rains in L.A. That's on me. Exactly. I made fun of it. This is what happens. <laughs> exactly. John, I think, you yeah. tempted fate. This is weather. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, William in Toronto, you're on with John. Hello, William. Hello, John. Hello, Stephanie. Listen, 
I don't want to make fun of of people from LA in the snow <laughs> yeah. because I'm you know I'm I'm from I'm not I'm about 45 minutes away from Buffalo and I'm used to snow as well mm. but if there was a little 3.5 rumbler I would need new pants new shorts and great I would point. probably shake more there than Bonnie and Clyde would in the snow <laughs> great point there you go that happened to me last yeah. time I was here we had the earthquake at like yeah. two in the morning last time I was in town I'm yeah. like oh I'm home yeah it was so yes. comforting yeah. Um, by the way, tiny little dogs in the rain, it, that's the fastest U-turn you'll ever see. <laughs> they were like, time to go potty outside, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, Glenn is going to be joining us at the top of the hour where we okay. get some of our technical issues resolved. Okay. Very nice. if, if we get them resolved. All right. I think they're resolved. I, I just, mean, I, phones I, are working. I just unplugged it and plugged it back in. Yeah. That was my contribution. Oh. Okay. This is where I should say that uh, tonight on the show uh, on SiriusXM, I'm joined by Eugene Levy. Ooh, oh, wow. that's exciting. Yes. That's exciting. We've played uh, God Loves a Terrier many times because they're uh, they're Shorkies, you know. <laughs> yes, they're, they're short, yeah. Shih Tzu Yorkies. Shih Tzu or, Yorkies. Uh, Shih Tzu, as I like to say. But You're allowed Chris, to. But Chris doesn't like it. The FCC allows that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say she puts the in, you know, yeah. shoe. Okay. Listen, I'm thrilled that Marge is talking more. I mean, please. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's great. Everything yeah. she just said is what the Republican Party does to non-millionaire white people. The Re Republican Party keeps non-millionaire white people on their plantation by a steady diet of umbrage and fake religion. So I just feel like, you know, we have we have a Marjorie Taylor Greene. We have a George Santos. We have a Lauren Boebert. Yeah. I want them on that wall. I need them on that wall. They should be the most famous Republicans, and they should speak for the entire party. By the way, in answer to your question, do they have no shame, which those several people you just mentioned should tell you that no, they don't. They don't. Um, we have a new brand of McCarthyism. It's Kevin McCarthyism. Have you seen this? <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts. God, they, I, what is it, the right-wing group that just sent out, Travis? Uh, they're basically trying to blackball anyone that worked on the J6 committees. Yep. Yep. They're naming their names. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy, meanwhile, is fundraising off of releasing all 40,000 hours of January 6th just to Tucker Carlson. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. He literally sent out a fundraising email looking to cash in on his decision to, to release How this footage. Desperately right. thirsty this wisp um, of a man is. Yes. It, the subject line is regarding Tucker Carlson's January 6th footage. Oh, that's weird, oh, John, because I would have thought 6th. it was the American people's footage, but apparently it's just Tucker Carlson's. No, now. no, no. America works for Fox. Yeah. And McCarthy's e email reads, you deserve the facts, all of the facts. Oh, I see, as filtered to you through Tucker Carlson. It is in the public interest to know everything that happened that day, not just the narrative that Pelosi's partisan committee wanted you to see ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. Oh, my God. Wow, he's so scared. Um, this guy he, is terrified. Then he said, would you consider chipping in 5 10 or $25 to help House Republicans there you keep go. delivering on our commitments to America? Your, your commitments to see Hunter Biden's... Is that pretty much the only commitment? You're he's literally fundraising off of January 6th. That's yeah. how desperate and lost this. Yes. Calling Kevin McCarthy an empty suit is an insult to men's warehouse. Carl Tucker Carlson, just to FYI, if you've just tuned in, has been a leading figure on the hard right, promoting the idea that the J6 attack at the U.S. Capitol was an inside job of course it was. meant to act as a pretext to weaponize the federal government of against it Trump was. supporters. It was Democrats so who wanted Trump to have another term, people. That's all it was. So he's given all the footage to a guy that's already reached a conclusion that will then write 
you know, selectively edit or God knows what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. They won't be showing the footage of, you know, uh, them beating police officers with Trump flags and gouging their eyes out. They'll no, be, McCarthy did yeah. this so they won't beat him up. That's right. the only reason it's done. He's so thirsty to be slightly popular with people who want to kill him. It's called Mike Pence syndrome. Yeah. So he will grovel before people who hate him to try to keep his job. Yeah. Enjoy the indignity, folks. Stop and smell the desperation. <sighs> it's okay. going to be like this. Okay. Um, by the way, Andrew Wortman with a good question. What the is the purpose of a debt ceiling that needs raising every few years to simply approve funds it's already authorized and spent? Raise it, then abolish, abolish it because it's needless and just gives irresponsible fascists a tool to blow up the economy. We go through this every single time. Right? Not every time. Yeah. Reagan did it 18 times. Oh, I'm times. sorry. When, right, when there's a Bush did Republican it seven in times. the White House. Trump yes. did it three, 1873. Never yes. forget. Yes. Oh, by the way, we were uh, speculating yesterday, Donald Trump's, uh, who knows the McDonald's menu better than McDonald's employees? Mm-hmm. Ah, ga, 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 ga. For some reason, some people think seem to think that's a good Important thing. Important fact, sure. Oh, so we were, for some reason, Chris, you and I both had the uh, photographic memory for what his order yeah. is. A Big I Mac, yeah. Mac filet of fish large fry, and a vanilla shake. Yes, and we said, I said, how many calories is that? And you said... 11 billion. Okay, you were only slightly off. Okay. Uh, Chicago Goy tweets, Big Mac equals 563 calories, filet of fish 379, vanilla shake 480, large fry 378. Uh, that is a total of 1,800 calories per meal. I knew someone would do the math. But I swear to you, my colon has seen no obstruction. No obstruction, folks. There was no obstruction at any time. I want gravy. Karen in Chicago. Hello, Karen. Hi. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Hello, John. Good morning. Um, I just want to say, first of all, I have another point to make, but I just want to um, bring to everybody's attention that our Jewish friends and neighbors are on high alert because yeah. tomorrow there is this national day of hate. Um, so I just, if, if we can, reach out to our Jewish friends and neighbors and uh, show some love. Yeah, um, because, I, I don't know if you uh, saw the protests it, in New York, you know, with the um, Brad parade. The, the, yes, yeah. the play. But it, also, this is who tweeted this. Leave our country. Go back to Israel. Heil Hitler. Uh, <laughs> sir, do you think you should be put in an oven? These GDL Nazi animals have been terrorizing and targeting Jews and Jewish communities with impunity. Police are refrained from doing anything. This needs to be stopped. Um, Rick Wilson said yeah, happening so, in Florida now yeah. in 2023. It's not trolling. It's not street theater. They're Nazis. How about instead yeah. of large, the yeah, large and, marginal and frequently imaginary stop woke horse we focus on stopping the nazis thank you yeah this is why we sell that bumper sticker called make racist embarrassed again yeah sorry karen yeah go ahead no and we no no that's okay i and we know that they're violent so i mean this is this is deadly serious and nothing to take lightly um and so you know seriously if we can do anything to help them out and you know show that they are loved and supported. I think that we need to, you know, make that attempt. Um, but, you know, to, speaking to John, what you were saying about Donald Trump and not expecting him to spend a day in jail. And, you know, I do think that we have to temper our expectations a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think he'll be indicted. That we, yeah, I, I believe he'll be indicted. I believe, And I do believe he may be convicted. But you know what? 
our justice system is such that, like, people who st- violently storm the Capitol get 41 months, right? Yeah. And then people who are peacefully protesting the killing of George Floyd, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They end up getting, you know, massive law enforcement. Exactly. Shot with rubber bullets, bear sprayed. Um, and then you have the yahoos in the villages who get um, community service. Meanwhile, exactly. a black woman who was convicted for, you know, election or voter fraud, right? She's serving six years. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're you're right. I mean, you know, we do have to be careful with um, hoping for two months. History months, will record but, the history of our times and not the talking points right-wing media gave white people. Yeah. Yep. Right. Absolutely. All right. Exactly right. And, yeah, but... He does not have another good day left. So anyway, no, love he doesn't. You guys have a great weekend. All right. That's love a you, honey. Really good point. Um, yeah, we were talking about the um, uh, parade. Is the Broadway show the producer and star of Parade, a Broadway musical about an anti-Semitic lynching in Georgia a century ago, condemned a small neo-Nazi demonstration that took place outside the show's first preview performance on Tuesday night. <laughs> Nazis upset about musical theater. That's yeah. what it's yes. come to, folks. Yeah. Those yes. are our fascists. It's springtime. Oh, for, yeah. oh, yeah. Of all the musicals, they could have protested. The show centers on the story of Leo Frank, a Jewish factory manager in Atlanta who was convicted in 1913 of raping and murdering a 13-year-old girl, responding to an outcry about whether Frank had been wrongly convicted in a trial tainted by anti-Semitism. The Georgia governor commuted his death sentence. Months later, he was lynched by a mob. Um, the, uh, the producer and star said, if there's any remaining doubt about there about the urgency of telling this story in this moment in history, the violence on display last night should put it to rest. I mean... Leo Frank posthumously prove- pardoned under President Reagan, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They leave that part out, our right-wing friends. But I, here we go. We've been talking about this Ohio couple accused of running a Nazi homeschooling network are speaking publicly, saying their actions are were just extra fun and wholesome. They ran a now-deleted Telegram channel with over 2,500 members that added Hitler quotes, anti-Semitic themes, white supremacist ideologies into their math lessons and homework assignments. (laughs) The chat was so wholesome, one of them said, it was mostly homeschooling moms that were lifting each other up when things got difficult. Mm. Mm -hmm. They have a Nick Fuente scholarship. Difficult meaning like there's too many brown kids in school with your kids. Yeah. Um, The Lawrences slammed the media for cherry-picking the racist aspects of their... (laughs) Don't you hate that when the media cherry-picks Nazis? I yeah. hate when I, they, they uh, go after the swastika at my Nazi school. Saying they were just fun extras. We were deliberately made to look very unappealing, she said. That's. Yeah. Okay. What kind of a Nazi would shut down my Hitler school? Right. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah. Exactly my point. Kanye West has already started a scholarship, folks. I mean, they'll be back. Okay. I love when the party of Nick Fuentes is upset about anti-Semitism, huh? Did he? Oh, he got. Uh, he's on the no fly list. Yeah. Yes. Did I see that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. He said he was just kidding when he threatened to strangle a flight attendant who asked him to put a mask on. And apparently, they did, the flight attendant did not take kindly to that uh, kind of humor. I heard the airline bathrooms were complaining about the stench from Nick Fuentes, and that's why it happened. I didn't hear that. Okay, and here's my uh, favorite big bag of rats story Republican bag of rats. Fight, fight, fight. All awful. You're all awful. <laughs> Equally awful. <laughs> Lindell TV is suing Kevin McCarthy over the J6 tapes, only going to Tucker. Uh. Quote, Fox News will get to put out whatever they see fit. We don't even know what they're filtering. Really? Fox is going to be the filter to the world? Not going to happen on my watch? Wow. Oh, I agree started. with my pillow guy. My pillow guy is right. Fight, fight, fight. Mm. It's just the beginning. Trump versus Rupert, folks. It's just...
just beginning. I know when Trump, it's when it's Trump versus Giuliani, then we can pop the popcorn. Yeah. But Trump versus Rupert, it's foreplay. Yeah. Enjoy it. We have to talk. We're going to talk to Glenn in a few minutes, though. But it, aren't we at the point where they're going to start throwing the kids and him are going to start throwing each other under the bus one oh, yeah. way or the other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. I don't think they're going to go after Jared and Ivanka. I just don't think anyone cares. They're going to, those two are going to skate. I disagree. John well, is just my human blocker, always. Uh, look, human I, was, buzz I was pitching a TV series about Jared, but how to get away with murder was already copyrighted. Okay. All right, Clint Kirshner in just a few minutes. Have our, our little bugs gone away? No. Yeah. No? Oh, oh no. well, okay. It even vibrates like real. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Three minutes after the hour, John Fugelsang is here, and he is so, you know, electric, Hello, as they Fred. say in the song, mm. 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 that uh, we've, uh, I don't know, we've lost internet, something, something. whatever. Were we'll talk re- to Glenn Kirshner in just a few minutes. Were you referencing the electric slide? No, no, it's some electric. other song the kids are listening to. Mm. Glenn can fix the internet, though. I'm looking forward to yes, that. Yes, yes, he can. He, he has can, all the answers. He can do anything. Okay, in other Nazi news, that's what ha- that's how we roll in 2023. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, just did a whole there, Nazi segment. There was a whole Nazi staff yesterday. Yeah, I did see that coming. This is what Rick Wilson was talking about, a group of neo-Nazis in Florida that we were talking about in New York yeah. mm-hmm. that were harassing the Broadway play. Um, a group of neo-Nazis in Florida yelled Heil Hitler and harassed Jewish residents during a stage protest during the weekend. Yeah. It comes a week after the, um, the DOJ said a man in L.A. allegedly shot two do- Jewish people here coming out of a synagogue. Thank God they were not killed. Yeah. Um, yeah, the founder of the neo-Nazi group is heard yelling Heil Hitler Jew to a man walking near a Jewish community center. One group member even brought her two children along to get involved. Isn't that nice? Um, you look like a horse. Look at the horse face on this Jew, yelled one man to a, another there man in his go. car. Are you Jewish? Leave our country and go back to Israel, said the man to the other man in the vehicle. Um, he supports Israel. That's nice. They only support Israel because they believe yes, God's going to blow it up. Yeah. Don't tell them the ending yeah. of the rapture. The yeah, it's the rapture true. Is. It's only if you don't do a spoiler alert yeah. about the end of the rapture. You know, I mean, I've said it before, but America is an old couch, and Donald Trump was the black light. Yeah, And there's true. lots of nasty stains that have always been here, but now they are shining Ew. bright. Ew. Bill O'Reilly wrote a novel about that. Ew. Don, no, don't. Don in California. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Don. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to rainy California, John. Um, Thank you. Look, two, two things. Uh, the the crafting meal that you guys were talking about earlier, you forgot about the main ingredient, and that's the uh, bag of ketchup they asked for at the uh, takeout window when you go through. You know, it's like the last thing. Hey, give me some ketchup with that. Right. So baby can uh, throw it against the window. we got to count the calories and all that. And uh, Stephanie, for... Mm. Uh, Valentine's Day, I uh, barbecued a filet for my wife, too. We're doing some lobster tails, but don't let anybody tell you that's wrong, because, oh. man, it was great. Oh, well, yeah. Thanks, isn't, guys. I, I, are, isn't being a homo and eating shellfish wrong? Yeah. yeah. You're, According you're, to the Bible? You're double abominable. Yeah. Some yum and extra yummy, all of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Leviticus morning. Yeah. By the way, Donald Trump is that punchline that he eats that whole meal. That's, what did we say, almost 2,000 calories, yeah. but then he has Diet Coke. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah. Doesn't okay. count. 
Okay, this was the story I was talking about real quick. A Trump ally group is demanding... This is the new McCarthyism. It's Kevin McCarthyism. Yes. Pay attention, mm-hmm. people. Yes. They're demanding in a new letter to Congress that Hill staffers and their colleagues should ice out any staffers who worked on the House Select Committee on J6, cutting off anybody who helped work on that investigation. They can't play in any of their reindeer games. Wow, that's going to make um, life better for white people. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Um, the letter lists the name of former committee staffers and their titles, along with their new employers and links to their firm's clients, all of uh, whom they urge to blacklist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sedition Caucus. Yeah, I, own. yeah. That's it. I mean, it, they are, and but with Tucker Carlson's help, they're literally going to try to rewrite history. And it, it's uh, okay. yes. Tracy in Mesa is a, a big fan of John. Who isn't? Hi, Hello, Tracy. Tracy. Hey there. Um, I'm admittedly slow to uh, grasp technology. Uh, last person with a cell phone. Last person on the internet. I joined MySpace just in time for it to be overtaken right. by Facebook. Well done. So, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, John, I lost my podcast virginity to you a couple of weeks ago. I listened to the uh, episode with Timothy B. Schmidt. Oh, I hope you like it. And uh, it was, oh, it was awesome. And he, I'm sure everybody in the basement there, including Bonnie and Clyde, are tired of hearing this. But I'm a singing bass player uh, <laughs> who possesses what I call the sting gene, which uh, Tim has. Uh, right, you know, yeah. Play bass and sing. And Roger sing Waters, Paul McCartney. So, there's a few. Yeah. Well, but there's a bunch of them. Jack Bruce. Yeah. Uh, Getty Lee. <laughs> hey, um, real quick, I've been wanting to ask you for a while. Um, about 20 years ago, I read a book called Washington Goes to War by David Brinkley. Okay. H- had you ever read it? I haven't. we got about 10 seconds left. Okay. okay it was, it, it, with all the craziness in Washington, read it sometime because it, it tells how Washington started out as like a cow town and then kind of grew up during World War II. I will. And it sounds like they're regressing. So all right. Glenn Kirshner next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Now, we're not afraid to own our policies when it comes to raising the bar on regulation. And uh, I've got to think that uh, uh, him indicating that this is uh, something that everybody, no matter how much you disagree on politics and presidential campaigns, can get behind. Higher fines, tougher uh, uh, regulations on safety, Congress untying our hands on breaking rules, all the other things that go with that, uh, that'd be a nice thing for him to do. Secretary Pete, once again, bitch slapping some mm-hmm. Republicans in Ohio. Hi, John Fugelsang is here. Good uh, morning. We, uh, who is uh, himself electric. Yep. Otherwise, we don't know whether there's water, electric, something, something, internet. I don't Whatever. Whatever, but uh, we have Glenn Kirshner on the phone, so he would still need to be jingled. There Thank go. God. Former U.S. Answer. Attorney Glenn Kirshner is here. Get me Glenn Kirshner. Glenn Kirshner. Former 30-year federal prosecutor Glenn Kirshner. I can listen to him talk all day. Who has answered the call for his country once again. Glenn Kirshner. MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirshner. On the Stephanie Miller Show all day. Piercing blue-eyed Glenn Kirshner. We got that Glenn Kirshner now and I feel okay. Oh, God, how I miss the blue eyes already. Hello, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. I hate that I can't see you. I know. I know. We're, <laughs> we're, having, we're having rain in L.A., which means everything else is canceled. Um, 
Yes. Uh. <laughs> so let's talk. Uh, you tweeted Ivanka and Jared get subpoenaed. Donald is about to be indicted. So the question arises, who will throw who under the bus? Um, you actually answered your own question. You said once Trump is indicted, he'll throw everyone <laughs> on whom he has compromising information under the bus. It's what narcissists do. So what do you foresee here? You know, given the one-two justice punch this week of Fonnie Willis down in Georgia and Jack Smith up in D.C., you know, first of all, it, it really looks like accountability is finally on the horizon. Um, and I, I think once Donald Trump is indicted, I prosecuted a lot of narcissists. Mm-hmm. Once they decide to cooperate and uh, plead guilty, and not all of them do. Some of them will, you know, hold out. They'll want their trial and we'll give Donald Trump his trial and he'll be convicted. Um, but if he senses that, you know, there's something in it for him, if he starts giving up others, he will give up everybody. I mean, he'll yep. give up he'll give up his wife. He'll give up his children. He'll give up everybody if it means one minute less of Say it prison slower. time for him. That's what I would expect uh, Donald Trump to do. Well, that's what Michael Cohen's been saying forever. Um, Let me run one other tweet by you. Uh, Black Knight tweets, Jared and Ivanka have some fun decisions to make when they testify to Jack Smith's grand jury. They can't change the story they gave the J6 committee, but they also don't know what other witnesses have told Smith. So no matter what, they could get busted for lying. Yes, but here's the thing. we will often let witnesses cure the perjury. That's a term of art in criminal justice circles. So it was not at all unusual, Steph, for me to present somebody to the grand jury for the first time. And because they were scared, because they were loyal to the target of the investigation, because they had a fear of self-incrimination, they lied. Happens every day. We will often give them the opportunity to cure the perjury, which means going back into the grand jury and saying, okay, Mm. I was trying to protect Donald Trump. I was trying to protect myself. I was afraid of being a snitch. I'm sorry I lied. Here is the truth. Uh. And we will, in essence, give them a pass for the prior perjury because we never want to take our eyes off the prize, which is the biggest criminal fish. So it wouldn't surprise me if Jack Smith worked something out to address Ivanka and Jared's lies to the J6 committee, there's little doubt that they lied. I mean, Ivanka said, I couldn't recall my father calling the vice president of the United States a pussy, even though there's <laughs> lots of evidence that she heard it, she repeated it, she discussed it with others. Mm. She wasn't willing to say it before the J6 investigators, which constitutes technically not perjury, but what we call a 1001 false statement. Uh, it's it's virtually the same thing as perjury. So I think Jack Smith will give them the opportunity to cure the perjury without any penalty because what they want is the incriminating evidence yeah. against Donald Trump. Mm. So let me run the good, speaking of Pence, the good and bad headlines by you. Special counsel asked judge to compel Mike Pence to testify before uh uh, in the January 6th probe. And then Mike Pence's effort to block J6 testimony could succeed, experts say. Hugo Lowell tweeted, Vice President Pence not expected to ignore grand jury subpoena entirely, but would assert a uh, speech or debate for questions related to his presiding over the J6 joint session, which could prevent the special counsel from obtaining key testimony. Can, can you explain that to us? Um, I, I can, and I disagree with the legal experts who say that Mike Pence can successfully assert 
that he was a member of Congress mm-hmm. who's entitled to speech right. or debate clause <laughs> protection. Here's why you have to read, and they have. I'm not trying to demean the legal experts. There's a lot of people with a whole lot more gray matter than me, right? What do I know, a gutter kid from Jersey? But when you read the Supreme Court cases, they say if a member of Congress is acting within, quote, the legitimate legislative sphere, then they will enjoy speech or debate clause protection. I don't care what anybody tries to sell us. Mike Pence is not a legislator. He does not work within the legitimate legislative sphere. The whole point behind speech or debate clause protection, Steph, Mm -hmm. is you want to preserve the, the, the integrity and the free flow of ideas in the legislative process, not in the ceremonial, ceremonial opening yep. of the envelopes process on January 6th. I do not believe the courts will extend speech or debate protection to Mike Pence because it's contrary to what the Supreme Court has said about the nature of what is a sweeping absolute privilege when you're a member of Congress involved in legislating. So I am, but, but here's what I'm so thrilled about, Steph. Jack Smith is on the offensive. Can I just tell yeah. you the way we ordinarily litigate these privileges? And you've seen it play out before. Jack Smith subpoenas somebody, puts them in the grand jury, asks them six hours worth of questions. The witness invokes all kinds of privileges, bogus or otherwise. Then they have to package it all up. They have to file briefs. They have to set arguments. They have to go to the courts. And it takes months and months and months. You know what Jack Smith did? He went on the offensive. He preemptively, he, he served the subpoena on Mike Pence on, on uh, February 9th, two weeks ago. Two weeks later, he's filing offensive motions in court saying, I'm not even going to wait for all that, yep. for him to go in and, and assert a bunch of bogus privileges. I'm on offense. In fact, I'm running a two-minute on offense. I want a preemptive ruling from the court that he doesn't have those privileges, and let's get this justice show on the road. Not only is Jack Smith running a two-minute offense right now, um, but before he was appointed on November 18th, just three months ago, DOJ couldn't even get out of the damn locker room. They couldn't even set foot on the field and run a play. Look at what Jack Smith has done, subpoenaing a vice president, former chief of staff, a White House counsel, deputy White House counsel. For God's sakes, he subpoenaed the criminal defense attorneys representing Donald Trump. And Steph, I can promise you we almost never do that. He is going 100 miles an hour toward accountability, and we have got to all be behind him and support him. Mm. This is fantastic news. Uh, My second favorite tweet of yours is, Trump will soon be taking the midnight train to Georgia. Come on, Glenn. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But you said, will DA Fonnie Willis pursue a narrow, focused indictment or a sweeping RICO indictment of Trump and company? What is your take? No, sweeping RICO is the way to go. So, Steph, I, I prosecuted lots of what I call standalone murder I think, I think murder that's, cases um, they did that in Karate Kid, didn't they? The sweeping Rico? That yes. was the, yeah. yeah, that was the sweeping Rico, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, justice on, justice off. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, but here's the thing, Steph. I tried a lot of standalone murder cases, which would be the narrow way to go. You, you bring one charge or one marquee charge. The problem with that is the jury doesn't have the power of context. They don't get a full picture and appreciation of all of the criminal conduct of Donald Trump and his corrupt associates. So what happens is, you know, the defense team focuses like a laser beam on just that one charge and tries to defeat it, tries to undercut 
the proof beyond a reasonable doubt. If you bring, I tried RICO cases, Steph. When I throw a hundred crimes at the jury, appropriately, lawfully, and ethically, when I throw a hundred crimes at the jury that this one defendant or this one criminal organization was committing over time, the jury gets the power of context. They're like, this isn't just about one crime, one solicitation of election fraud. This is a, a gosh darn pattern. Mm. These are bad guys. Yeah. These are career criminals. You have to go wide. You have to go broad. You have to put all of the crimes in one indictment that the law allows you to join in one indictment. Let the defense files motions to sever. We can win those motions. Give the jury the power of context and they will hold these people accountable. So the question of the week, of course, we have to ask the chatty Georgia <laughs> grand jury forewoman. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Does this have any effect legally or not? You know, or I, here, I, 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 I am quick to anger when people, not you guys, but when, when the Trump, you know, loyalists and flunkies and lackeys start mocking a 30 year old young woman because, yes, yeah, she's quirky and she communicates in an, you know, an unusual way. Guess what? We're all quirky in our own way. She's a 30-year-old young woman who was selected to be forewoman of that jury, who the judge said to her and everybody else on that special grand jury, you are permitted to go speak to the media, and here are the, the, the ground rules and the parameters, none of which she violated. I was so happy to see Judge McBurney give that interview to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution saying what she did was absolutely appropriate. In fact, she could have talked about more, but she didn't. God bless him for coming out and providing a little transparency and having her back because she did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Is it unusual? Is it unsettling? Yes, because typically in most jurisdictions, grand jurors are not permitted to talk about what happens in the grand jury. In Georgia, they are. The only prohibition is she can't talk about their deliberations. Mm. So I don't want to hear that this has any legal consequences or will, you know, will inure to Trump's benefit. It won't. Yeah. So let's talk about Fox for a minute. You said emails between Fox News hosts exposed Fox's intentional election fraud lies. Here's what the government can and should do about it. That was my question. You said because uh, hashtag justice matters. Mm -hmm. But um That's what I had, you know, had that question is, you know, how aren't they legally also liable for this incitement of violence based on, again, as people are saying, it's intentional. The volume of emails and texts showing they know they were lying is what makes it so um, damning, isn't it? Yeah, and this is this is a, a, a big topic for me this week. They are liable, certainly in the civil sense. Are they criminally responsible? There's only one way to find out that pursue criminal charges. Let, let me just run this to ground real quick. When I hear people, the, the Dems more often than not, say we can't do anything because of the First Amendment free speech sweeping protections, and there's this case called Brandenburg that sets a very high bar for holding people accountable for lies that are likely to incite violence, right? When, when I hear people throw up their hands and give up before they even enter the fray because they claim the First Amendment doesn't allow us to do anything about hate speech and false speech that is likely to incite violence. I ask this question. Do the Republicans sit around and say, boy, we'd like to pass legislation that would revoke a woman's constitutional privacy rights, but 
Roe v. Wade, so we can't do it. <laughs> no. What do they do? They do it, and then they do it again and again. They did the same thing with their hateful Muslim ban. They did it four yeah. times before they could find five hateful Supreme Court justices that would side with them. They fight these battles. We don't fight these battles. We yeah. throw up our hands. Well, you... And we say there's 50-year-old precedent, Brandenburg, that says First Amendment protects this. No, let's go on the offensive and try to fight these battles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said it best. You said it's time for the federal government to step up, deal with phone news organizations intentionally spreading incendiary lies that are likely to, perhaps even intended to, incite imminent violence. Um, that's the fire in a crowded theater line to me. But uh, Glenn, so much good stuff. We don't, we don't, we don't have enough time. But we will say, we will talk to you again next week. Thanks, Steph. All right. You. You All right. Love you. Thank See you, you, Glenn. There he goes. Ugh, never enough time. Have no fear. Steffi's here. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Oh, I'm just in my Glenn Kirshner afterglow. Oh, Even on the phone, it's, it's like lovely. phone sex. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, yeah, the Mike Pence effort to block the J6 testimony will not succeed. Yep. I like my Justice News happy clappy, John, as it, you know. It can't. He also wrote a piece, no, Donald Trump will not be the Proud Boys star witness. His testimony likely won't help the defendants, but Trump will probably invoke his Fifth Amendment mm -hmm. rights anyway. Because oh, he no. is a CS Trump's all about loyalty, Stephanie. He'll be there for those who fought for him. He'll show up for them. He'll, he shows up for everybody who does him a solid. That's what he does. That's what loyalty is. It's a two-way street. Oh, boy. Anything else would be just mere obedience. Yes. Dave in Minneapolis, you're on the Stephanie Miller Show. Hello. Well, good morning, everybody. Morning. I'm glad you're there, John. Um, Hi. I want to run something past My you personal guys, comedy, Jesus, I... meet my Lutheran uh, yeah. <laughs> gay preacher from Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Vatican The Vatican cannot hold anything on us at this moment. Right. So, right. um, well, but, what you know, are they holding? The, uh, the right... <laughs> The right wing is always so quick to uh, use the Hebrew Testament to kind of say, okay, you know, trans people are bad, gay people are bad, yeah. any number of people are bad. Oh, yeah. But the, the part, but the part I think is really interesting that they forget, and it's not even a surprise, is when the prophets in that same Old Testament writing condemn anyone who is uh, cruel or unhelpful to a refugee or a sojourner, Completely. as it's called in the Scripture. And they say nothing about all oh, the prophets who condemn countries and leaders who uh, ignore the widows and orphans. Correct. Somehow, again, it's no surprise, they choose to just simply ignore that. Um, and honestly, I, I know the whole business of church and state separation. I think it's a good thing. But how does any clergy person with any bit of integrity get up? And when they come to something like that, not just lose it. Uh, because it is so blatant and so obvious. Well, and some of them want to keep their jobs. While, uh, go ahead. Well, got it. But I want to I want to just uh, echo something you said a few months ago when you were on the show, and that is these people need to be called out. They need to be called hypocrites. They need to be called evil. Yeah. I, and I don't use that word glibly, but this is evil behavior. Yeah. 
We have to shut down their God-splaining. I mean, look, yeah. the, now the new thing is beating up on trans children, and it's amazing because, it, you know, a hundred yep. years ago, they were kidnapping indigenous children, right? These residential schools, if yep. you watch the Harrison mm-hmm. Ford show, 1923, yep. it's amazing. And they were doing exactly. it, being cruel to these Indian children to try to save them. That's the exact same rationale yeah. the revoltingly fake Christians use for their abuse of trans yeah. children. I keep saying, you show me where in your holy book Christ tells you to be cruel to trans children, they'll say, oh no, we're loving them. We don't want them to burn in hell. They yeah, rationalize right. their cruelty. You know better than and me, Rev. It's St. Paul who said there's neither male nor female in Christ. Everyone picks and chooses exactly. the parts of their holy books to follow, but right-wingers do it to justify being mean to children. 29 minutes after the hour, more John saying in studio. country should be wrapping their arms around the people of East Palestine, not as a political football, not as an ideological flashpoint, not as a gotcha moment, but as thousands of human beings whose lives got upended through no end, through no fault of their own. Uh, And I think that includes visits, not just big official visits from the government, but just people who've seen the news and whose hearts go out to the community here and can come here, come here on a day like this when the sun is shining or on a rainy day and shop in those shops and visit those businesses. Um, It is safe to visit here, as all of us can attest, even while we're still making sure that it stays safe to live here. Uh, And people deserve that. Secretary Pete doing real things to help real people with real problems uh, in Ohio. Uh, Here is uh, Don Jr. being a a useless uh, piece of as usual. Pete has no business in that position, but you know, he's the guy that had no business running for president, but they let him do that because he was gay and they check off a box. Uh, and then he didn't win. So, but well, he's the gay guy. So we got to give him something. Let's make him transportation secretary. What does he know about it? Nothing. His failure after failure after mm. failure mm-hmm. are truly affecting the American people. Huh. Donald Trump chose his transportation secretary because she was Mitch McConnell's wife, yes. right. the reality show star who was running for president, and that's the woman he can't stop having racist insults for, yes. when in reality, they And also, they, they went worked to together. zero. They went to zero train derailments, uh, of which there were over 4,000 in the Trump administration. Uh, I'm sorry, Don Jr.'s qualifications were? Don Jr.'s on Coke. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, John Fugel saying, mostly I... I follow you on Twitter for dating tips, and you said dating, dating yes. a Gemini is the closest most folks will ever get to being in a threesome. Yeah, I'm sorry that's you had funny. to learn this way. But that's yeah. funny, because, yeah. yeah, my long-term ex, Gemini. Gemini. Oh, funny. that's right. Funny. I forgot yeah. about that. Which funny. one? Yeah, you know. Yeah, literally. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, Aubrey on Twitter says, hey, folks, I got the Biravel on yesterday, and I said it like that to my nurse in full Tom Brokaw. That's oh, the how nice. Stephanie Miller show. Good. Hello. I'm here at Walgreens for my... By booster shot. Whatever makes you laugh and gets you vaccinated, we're all for it. We're, we'll take it. Nicely done, Aubrey. Nicely done. Michelangelo in Denver, you're on with John Fugelstein. Hi, Mike. Mm. Well, good morning, folks. Hello. Uh, glad to hear you. Glad to see you. Thank you. Uh, it's been a while. Listen, this is all I, 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 I've got to say. This is why I called up. I told Krista just in general to say. I'm glad that you're all back, Mama. I'm glad your your mama's a hundred now. Yes. yes, wonderful. That is so wonderful that 
I'm going we're to get, see her. We're getting, you're going getting to see older, her next week. but longer. Pardon me? Yeah. I'm so, I was like, oh, you're going to see her next week? Yes, I am. Please give her a hug and a kiss from me, okay, oh. from Michael Ransoff and Denver. Oh, I will. What I, want to, what I want to say, just in general, you know how one solution to get all the uh, Marjorie Taylor, do you want to secede, Marjorie? Let's go up to your house. Let's let's do, let, let, let's get. Oh, her husband already seceded. Oh, oh, he did great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. I know from her, that was that was a great move. Yeah. But you think she'd be touchy about we buy, we, we buy all of these people out. Buy them out. Everything. Oh, your property, your cars, your businesses, everything. We're going to buy you out. Hmm. And here's two tickets to Siberia. Fair market value will give you even 10% more. Yeah, I, that's a not good idea. Remember they would always tell us, love America, love it or leave it? Yep. Yeah. It seems like Russia would be nice yeah. this time of year yeah. for Marjorie Taylor Greene to move to. She seems to be such a fan. Yes. Pretty lonely battle on the Republican side to wake up your own party to what they're supporting, which is Joe Biden's chief and craziest mm. policy aim. Like, what is this? Huh? Well, it doesn't feel very lonely from my standpoint, Tucker. You, you know, we just heard Mike McCall, one of my colleagues in Congress, talk about bipartisan support for this war against Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, there's bipartisan support among the American people, and that's support for our country, our border, stopping crime wow. in our cities, mm. reducing inflation, and, and making things good in America wow. again. Wow. This wow. war so against Russia, Russia. Two Russian Ukraine. talking points talking to each other? Yes. That was Tucker on Tucker, Marjorie Taylor Greene on Tucker. Using Putin talking points yeah. for Tucker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here she is. Yeah. Hang on. One more. You're one of the few people that tells the truth like the American people feel and talk and think <laughs> on television uh, that I ever see telling the truth. And I'm trying to say the same thing in Congress, but yet we're the ones that are supposed to be for Putin. I don't think so. <laughs> you know who's for China is the Biden administration and the Ugh. idiots that I work with in Congress that are leading us into World War III and going to hurt America like never before. What a summit. Yeah, when an MSNBC anchor accuses you of hating America. <laughs> oh, 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 it's that Amadeus laugh. I had to put, yeah. I I had to put the laugh in. Lip. Oh, it's like, what a summit. It's like Yalta if Stalin met Stalin. <laughs> oh, by the way, can I just say in our in our fight, 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 big bag of rat stack again today? Oh, when Ray P. McForehead and Marjorie Sporkfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. So Gates is against the divorce. Sure. Okay. I'm not for a national divorce, but I do think the federal government should at least have to spend the night on the couch for the for a while, uh, uh, like uh, you know Bill Clinton had to after the Monica Lewinsky stuff. Uh, I've been with Marjorie Taylor Greene as wow. we've traveled to so places like you and California, twenty million other guys advocating for the God-fearing, red-blooded Americans who uh. live there, and too often we see a homogenized federal wokeness pushed mm. on parts of the country oh. who don't want it. I believe that the best pushback is a national renewal, not a national divorce. It's something that Marjorie Taylor Greene is certainly helping to inspire. He doesn't want a national divorce because neither parent would want him to stay with them. And super, and by the way, extra point for super fresh references to Bill Clinton and the BJ. Okay, uh, one more, Representative Ray B. McForehead. Oh. Country that when we had mm. the presidency, the House and the Senate, we couldn't even secure the border. So I don't believe we would be able to effectuate any type of national it. divorce. Mm. And I think it. that the politics of uh, the America First priorities would do a great deal to unify us. And hey, it, it would be one thing, Laura, to 
reject a national divorce more fervently if we didn't have our leaders cheating on the country with Ukraine, which is oh. what we saw from President Biden recently. But monogamous so, with democracy. Let me get this straight. He was on Laura Ingram trashing Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Greene, Green. who was on Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> okay, yeah. one last one. Sorry. I apologize. When you the see the extent to which we're willing to pour cash on a historically corrupt country, it what? is as if we have learned no lessons from the past. Like, we just lost a 20-year war to goat herders with rifles in Afghanistan. And now all of a sudden we're poking a nuclear power in Russia where Vladimir Putin's like some sort of Bond villain that becomes more dangerous and deranged as Russia continues to lose power and influence. It's like my racist uncle is in my brains now. They all magically come full circle together in treason with being a Putin talking point. All of of it's Putin talking points. And it's all in this bubble. And it's all back and forth. And they're all racist. If any of them, if they wanted undocumented immigration to stop, there's one way to do it. You start locking up the white people who do the hiring. Any politician who talks to you about illegal immigrants but doesn't talk about lock up the people dangling those jobs, there's Mm -hmm. a gigantic help wanted sign at our border, and the Republican Party will never do a damn thing to take it down. Oh, by the way. so smart, John. uh, No, no, I I stole that from a Jeff Foxworthy tape. Oh, okay. Let's do a preview of Triggering for Angela. Uh, this would be cut 23, the Marjorie Taylor Greene everyone's Ooh. talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want our statues taken down in our country. Mm-hmm. I don't Oof. think you remove or erase history. So <laughs> I, do, I do agree those statues shouldn't be taken down. They're part of our history. We should learn from our history. Okay. We don't erase it. Mm. But yeah. that doesn't make me a racist because I, because I say leave the statue up there. Yes, it does. If I were black people today and I walked by one of those statues, I would be so proud because I'd say, look how far I have come in this country. Look how far my people have, o- what they have overcome. Yeah, we're and still celebrating white supremacists. With sta- you mean, like, would she, she would ask a I Jewish can... child to walk past yeah. a Hitler statue every day on their way to school. And speaking of erasing history, so Ron DeSantis doesn't want kids to learn about any history no. or racism. I mean, somebody, I, I love the picture of Ruby Bridges, and someone said, if this little girl was brave enough to do this, your kids can be brave enough to, l- to learn about it. I mean, if your kids are old enough to be taught to hate trans children, they can be old enough to learn what trans children are. Yeah. Yes, Chris. Uh, I, oh. I'd just like to point out that most of those statues aren't historic in any way, shape, or form. No, they're not. They were put up, what, in the 40s and 50s? In the 40s and 50s yeah. as a response to civil yep. rights. Right. Robert E. Exactly. Lee himself said not to celebrate the Confederacy. Right. They are literal monuments to white supremacy and to hating America so much you'll quit it. And again, Germany takes down the swastika. They don't fly their Confederate yeah. flag. You know what that means? David Hasselhoff is their greatest singer, and they have better taste than our Republicans. <laughs> True. Well, they, they love Lee Greenwood, so and, oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, all of his hits, <laughs> both of them. Mel Lee Greenwood, because you know, folks, tonight I'm not going to do "God Bless the USA," and then the State Fair eats him exactly. violently. Angela in, Col- in uh, Colorado, you're on with John. Hello, Ange. Angela. Uh oh, Angela. What did you do, Angela? I didn't do anything. I did. Angela. Uh, Seth, the actual homo of hope in Los Angeles. Hello, Seth. <laughs> Good morning, homos and homo adjacent John. <laughs> confused, sir. I identify as confused. Thank you. Oh, confused, John. Well, I think you are my favorite five way, so I, I thank you for that, John. Well, that makes a wild Of course. Thank you. So, um, going back to Trump, and, and uh, I feel I agree with Anita, you know, because I feel like all they know is how to be crumb bags. So we're going to, what they do, liberals, they're going to be doing to each other. Mm. We're going to have front row seats. Yeah. And then 
when Trump, if Trump gets the primary, wins the primaries, now his name is on the ballot. <sighs> this is when he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. And now they do not have a candidate. And the only <sighs> way Trump is not going to jail is if he exiles to one of his boyfriend's houses, either in Moscow or in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only oh, path forward. It's like porn for moral people. Yeah. I love it. You're just trying to oh. give me an early orgasm. Beautiful. Thank you, Seth. He's hopeful. It's like God that brings food. angels the lube. You know, that's what that was. That's just gorgeous. Oh, porn for wow. angels. Actually, Beautiful. in Trump's porn case, I angels. hope they forget it. All right. The political rectal exam. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Fifty-two minutes after the hour, Chris, who yes. said, uh, the last time Southerners like Marge proposed a national divorce, it was because they were holding four million African Americans hostage as slaves, and they didn't want to let them go. Today, roughly half of African Americans still live in the 11 Southern states that comprise the Confederacy. And so if this national divorce happens, they would be trapped in an apartheid hellscape mm-hmm. of a new country with zero health care, crappy public schools, barely a right to vote, and a full return to ownership by someone else of their bodies, except this time it wouldn't be just black women, it would be all women. Who said that? The Great Grape Ape. No, that would be Joy Reid, the fantastic oh. MSNBC host, who said, and their leader would be someone like the gal who said, if I were a black people people today and walked by one of those statues, you know, the Confederate flag statues, I'd be so proud because I'd say, look at how far I've come in this country. You're mm. not black. So full, full return to the status quo pre-13th Amendment? Yeah, that's a no. You're not locking our folks in the rubber room with you, lady. Who said that? Uh, Beagley Beagley. No, fantastic Joy Reid. Oops, sorry. I meant to do Rockstar Cheers. Okay. With a fantastic Joy Reid. Okay. All right, that was just a preview of Triggering, triggering for Angela, which we will do a full <laughs> hour of yeah. next. John Fiegelsang is here live in, in studio. Um, Senator Professor Warren, by the way, uh-huh. uh, it just... I don't know about you, John. I voted for her in the primary. I love her. I still her. love her with the I heat of a thousand her. white hot songs talking about saving Social Security. Well, you know, every time I hear somebody say, just raise the retirement age, I think to myself, boy, there's somebody who didn't work construction mm-hmm. for all of their life. There's Thank somebody you. who didn't have to pick up little kids uh, as a kindergarten teacher or a preschool teacher. There's somebody who didn't work as a nurse all their life, helping patients in and out of bed and helping roll people over. In other words, just because people are living longer does not mean that you can still do She's those so hard jobs at yeah. 65, 70, 75. Right. Yeah. 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 Thank you. One more, Senator Professor Warren. Think of it this way. If we simply said that you're going to pay Social Security on all of your income, even if you are a billionaire, um, we can extend the life of Social Security to 2095 plus we can increase Social Security payments by $200 a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not that I'm anywhere near that, according to the big lies. You know, John, I'm only 41, but in a, yes. several years, I may have to think about mm-hmm. these sort of things. Yes. Look, bottom line is this is math and values. And the math is that if we simply bring in a little more revenue, we can actually make the Social Security system work on through the rest of this century. But it's also about values, how we're gonna do that. Is it more important 
that we protect the wealthy and the well-connected so that they don't have to pay taxes on their million-dollar incomes. Yep, and one last. Bring it home, Senator Professor. Believe me, they'll still be earning a whole lot more, but pay Social Security taxes on that as well. That way we don't have to increase taxes on America's middle class, on America's working families, and we don't have to cut benefits. In fact, we can raise them. Uh, Sue in New York, you're on with John. Hi, Sue. Hey, Steph. Hey, John. It's great to be on the show today. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to quickly uh, make a comment about the Representative David Eastman um, in the Alaskan House, Mm -hmm. who was just voted 35 to 1 uh, to be censured for the comment he made, and I'm quoting here, in the case where child abuse is fatal, obviously it's not good for the child, but it's actually a benefit to society because there aren't needs for government yeah. services and mm-hmm. whatnot yes. over the whole course of that child's life. I the mentioned this I yesterday. A, yeah. No, 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 I understand, Steph. I just wanted to add this to it. Um, I don't think people, because his comment is so appalling, I think what's lost to people's attention is um, the highest population share of Native Americans is in Alaska with right. 20%. So that means what people aren't seeing is obviously, but it is literal and blatantly a racial statement Absolutely. about how basically useless Native Americans are. Yeah. That is a national disgrace. It's a national problem. Genocide still exists yep. in the United States against Native Americans. It's just done through bureaucracy now. Yeah, Boom. yeah. No, that is that is a great point. Yeah. Wow. I was going to just plug that Eugene Levy's on my show tonight, but wow, that was just... <laughs> how do I follow that? <laughs> also, state legislator of Florida, Diane Hart, who's amazing, who grew up in segregation, and we talk with her about how they are fighting against DeSantis on the local level mm-hmm. through yeah. local state politics. So we have yeah. a, that and Eugene Levy tonight. It's very exciting. Thank you. That, oh, that's, I forgot. That means you're leaving us. That, this is little... when you kick me out. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. In, out into the rain. Oh. I know. Out into the, 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 the trickle. The drizzle. <laughs> it's so Dickensian. <laughs> and we apologize you're on like behalf little, of... You're like the little match girl. It's been amazing here. <laughs> Folks listening in Radioland and, and anyone who's who's hearing this later on today, I mean, something would happen. We hear this piercing Yoko Ono yes. sound and, and Chris and Travis like activated. All their secret ninja training came yes. out and Stephanie was on all fours crawling under tables and she was trying to find the problem. Yes. And uh, they got it. They they, they got, made the noise go away. I do that every time you're here. Oh, I, I appreciate that. That's Hello. that's how I got the job. Wow. All right. We love you, John Fugel. Love you guys. On Sirius XM Progress, the be- team progress, the best, best team, John Fugel saying show. Check it out. Fridays with Frangela next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Now I will say, white people have done things wrong. Yes, they have. There are white people that have done all kinds of things wrong. But guess what? Slavery is over. And the civil rights era, thank God it happened. Because everyone in this country has equal rights. Black people have equal rights. White people have equal rights. We all do as Americans. We have, we all have equal rights. You're a bad, bad man. I warned him. 
You said to save these for them. This, I, I don't rec- recall saying that at all. I think you're just you triggering friends all on your own. Roll the tape. Angela, hi, hi. Let me tell you something oh. about 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 that thing. Marjorie about Taylor Green. That thing. I don't oh. even know what she is. Yes. I don't know what I can't. The words don't form. I don't know what that is. But what I can tell you is number one, mm-hmm. I grieve. I grieve. I grieve for all white cis straight wealthy men. Yes. <laughs> Yes, she. Uh, that's what was. I, I can spare you that soundbite. She said, "I'm going to stand up for white males who are the most mistreated group of people in the country." I, who can't agree wow. with? Wow. I will say this. I don't know who is who in the black people meetings has been telling her things, but that is, of course, our plan. <laughs> um. Did you but- miss? Did you miss the part? I thought maybe you were late this morning because you were uh, walking by Confederate statue and thanking thanking it. Like being she proud. said, yes, she said that if she let her hear it, let her. Hear oh yeah. It. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, here we go. It's 23. Sure. I don't want our statues taken down in our country. I don't think you remove or erase history. So I do, I do agree. Those statues shouldn't be taken down. They're part of our history. Mm-hmm. We should learn from our history. We don't erase it. But that doesn't make me a racist because I, because I say leave the statue up there. If I were black people today and I walked by one of those statues, I would be so proud because I'd say, look how far I have come in this country. Look how far my people have, what they have overcome. And these are good things. I'm not sure which of your facial expressions is cracking me up more right now. There's a turn. No, go ahead. (laughs) Tell you, and I've been saying this recently, that Republicans not only redistrict land, but they redistrict reality now. Mm-hmm. And so what they have done, how can you from one side say, say it, you say you shouldn't be studying. We don't need to study African-American history. That's done. That's not, oh, that's stupid. Mm. That's so mm. stupid for that. But when you walk past this Confederate, Okay. You, you should bow down and remember and see how far you've come. Yeah. What we white people have done for you. Do you understand how beat up white men are? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thank you, sister. Thank you, sister Callier. Is- Let me say, mm-hmm. if Marjorie Taylor Greene found herself black one day, let me tell you what she doesn't have to worry about. No barbecue will ever get near her. No, she won't be able to smell barbecue. She no. won't be able to say the word barbecue. She has no, she don't get no plate. She don't get no address. She don't get no evite, nothing. No paperless post. She can keep her happy, <laughs> tap dancing. Ooh, her and Tim Scott, that's a couple. <laughs> Tim Scott, you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Tim Scott? Oh, okay. Oh, no. well, say his name three times faster than he appears. I apologize. No, you brought it up. Him. You brought it up. Okay. Fentanyl isn't the only poison flooding our countries. 
politicians and the culture are getting communities hooked, hooked on the drug of victimhood and the narcotic of despair. They are addictive and they are lethal. People see themselves as victims with no hope, no accountability, and no skin in the game. Presidential candidate Tim Scott. Your thoughts? I said, what was his name? What was the last tap dancer any of us knew about? Gregory Savion Glover. Lawrence Welk. Savion Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gregory Hines. Yes. Let me tell you something. Nowhere near the skill level. Because there is, it is really hard. Tim Scott, you got to give it up. To tap dance while making biscuits and pancakes, that is a skill. That's a feat. That ain't a skill. That's Thank called you. a feat. That's called a phenom. That's and, why they allow mm-hmm. him to run for, for president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just mm-hmm. fun for them, you know. Are we having, one, of their, oh, one of their people. Are we enjoying Black History Month? What's the house? How's, this has been the worst Black History Month. And I don't think they could have been worse. I during Trump, I thought they that was as bad as they could get. Right. But literally every day, somebody is being so out of control, crazy. I'm like, can we just have these 28 days? I don't think that's a lot to ask after 16, 19 to now. Just these 28 days. Speaking of which, a didn't, of a break. didn't Marjorie Taylor Greene just say, I don't want to erase history? Isn't that exactly what not teaching 1619 Project or any kind of racism in school is now erasing history? Like I was saying earlier, that you know the picture of Ruby Bridges. Someone's like, if this little girl was brave enough to do this, your, your little white kid, Jaden, isn't brave enough to have to learn about it? To learn about our history? <laughs> Dude, the best tweet I ever read was, if you were old enough to be a slave, we're old enough to know about it. Yep. Right. And that was from birth. Right. Right. Did I? Like, hmm. I don't want to say, I can't, I don't want to say what happened at the last black people meeting regarding her, but let me tell you something. A lot of music is now not going to be played at CrossFit. <laughs> you know, this is the worst barbecue ever. I, mean, I don't know whether to do another serving of Tim Scott or Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I... I guess we'll do Tim Scott. Are there more? Tim, there are more? You are our nation's greatest enemy. You say, you say you wanted a, a blueprint to ruin America. What would you put in it? First, you would take aim at our patriotism. So you'd amplify attention seekers who say America is an evil country. Make it easy to get rich and famous by feeding the empty calories of anger to people who are starving for hope. A hundred years ago, children were taught the color of their skin defined them. If you wanted to ruin America, you'd bring that back. Okay. Wait, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Isn't this is the entire playbook of the Republican Party? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, you got it, you heard it. Victimhood, <laughs> patriotism. Yes, yes. I, Why don't we, you know what, first of all, we need to stop calling it reparations and start calling it what it is, an invoice. Yes. <laughs> yes thank Bill you. Bill passed due. Thank you. Um, De- uh, Georgia Democrat, I'd save this one for you as well. Uh, Georgia Democrat Senator Emanuel Jones took a uh, state Senate debate. Uh, 
likened uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas to an Uncle Tom who sold his slo- uh, soul to the slave masters. Uh, I'm just trying to tell you that we, what we have in the African-American community, when we talk about a person of color that goes black historically to the days of slavery and that person betraying his own community, we have a term in the black community that that term we use is called Uncle Tom. Uh, before going on to explain, it's meant to describe a person who back during the days of slavery sold his soul to the slave masters. Well, of course, there was a collective, you know, grasping of the pearls and, you know, when anyone, when any black person dares to say that, right? Yeah. But you know what? Because the thing is, is that people want to sit here in this comfortable space and never address it. That look, we are dealing with it from Don Lemon from another thing. You know, he sat there talking about women over 40. You're supposed to be an ally. And what we're talking about is allyship. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And we have people who are supposed to be allies. We I know it's hard for for it's the same thing with the black cops who attacked a black man. Okay, you everybody white people look at that and go, that's not supposed to happen. Something weird is no. You can have people who are on your, your team who are supposedly on your team who are against you. Right. Right. It's about power. It's like rape is not about sex. It's about power. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really seriously need somebody. Okay. This thing about Benadryl, it doesn't kill you. Right. And I think a few Benadryls and somebody's latte, I'm not suggesting this. I would never suggest it. But that can say, just for black people, could we just have there's just a few more days of Black History Month? I just would just like just like to just be <laughs> off duty on blackness for just like, like, I'll take 48, I'll take what's left. Would be really nice. Just this last week, if somebody could just step in. It's, it's February twenty fourth. It's a better drill, but if you could step in and I don't just spray it in the general direction of 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 that office, <laughs> right? Charles in Miami, you're on with Frangela. Hello, Charles. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hi. Good morning. Hi. Um, first of all, do we do Democrats have a message in pop? I mean. As far as people jumping up and saying that Joe Biden isn't doing anything with policy, well, what about? I mean, we are we calling them out in the in the House? And Hakeem Jeffries said, "Well, you know, where are the bills? Because they haven't come up with anything to remedy this to remedy this problem or make it seem as if they're trying." And as far as Joe Biden, I mean, I didn't even think that he would be a good president, but he's turned out to be the best so far. And um, you know, why aren't we like meeting him? In the White House, or even uh, you know, yeah. meet them on on the, on, on the grounds of the White House and cheering them and applauding them and let them know, hey, we appreciate every, everything that you're doing. As far as Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene, if uh, people are if she's saying she wants to succeed, and everyone is saying, well, the South does, isn't going to have any revenue like it's getting from the North, uh, does she want to go back to slavery? Does she want to go back to indentured servant? Because um, we've got another thing coming to us. That's a, you know, if that's their plan. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, mm-hmm. I th- I'm sorry. Oh, Frangela, I think wanted to hear uh, the, her stand up for white men. The most aggrieved. Uh, yeah. This is uh, 21. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm going to stand up for white males here. The mm-hmm. most mistreated group of people in the United States today are white males. They are blamed for everything. They're the scapegoat. Everything bad in America is because of white men. That's what you're told. That's what the media wants to tell you. 
That's what the that's what the Democrats want to tell you. They want to blame everything on white men because white men are bad and white men are racist and white men want to hold everybody down. They just want to be successful themselves. Okay. <laughs> that still ain't gonna get you. Nobody still doesn't. Nobody. They still won't date you, Marjorie. Okay, no mm-hmm. matter what you say mm-hmm. and how much CrossFit you do, that's right. It still won't make you attractive. Plus, I think we deserve a check from the GOP, black people, because they have been using us and using ra- racism, yeah, for their election for a really long time. And I, have- yeah, oh, oh no, we're poisoning we're- communities. Mm-hmm. We're war in Ukraine. What are they talking about? Amer- African American AP history class. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. We're we're gonna just see if our internet is stable. A beautifully wrapped, glossy, sweet smelling show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. You know, baby, I was thumbing through the dictionary, trying to find words to describe you. I found one. You know what it is? It's... Stephanie Miller. You see, Frangela, you see the kind of casual racism that goes on around here? My, look at my precious, adorable Clyde, who just got shaved this week. Uh, Chris said he looks like a... a Pipe cleaner with googly eyes. And that is just <laughs> racist and wrong. He's so cute. He's so cute. I can't stand it. All right. People did tweet me. Uh, you know the dogs come in other colors other than white. I mean, I. I that's all. That's the only color of dog you've ever had. Apparently, Stephanie. I am also a Imagine racist. Imagine the decor. <laughs> Bonnie has some melanin. She has some brown in her. Right? Bonnie, come here. All right. Frangela, by the way. Bonnie is straight up black. Okay. Let's just say who is Bonnie, Bonnie is straight up black, and I know it. Okay, if you have not seen Frangela in you live, know. what what how you living, Boo? They're in Portland to record their live album yep. tomorrow night. Tell us things about it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Get your butt to. No, go ahead. Serious comedy. There you go. <laughs> did it, did we freeze? Yes. Go ahead. Give, give the plug. Yeah, start Curious over again. Comedy. <laughs> Yes. CuriousComedy.org. Okay. Okay, there we go. All right. Sorry. We're having we're having struggles in the rain with the interwebbles this morning. Yeah. Okay. But see Frangela live and then uh, in Portland. In Portland tomorrow night. Very exciting. We love playing Portland. Yes. Fantastic, sexy liberal city. Right? Okay. I don't I have no idea if it's our internet's wonderful. working. Oh, it is they working. They told okay. us though that the rest of the state isn't like that. Uh, oh, no. Well, that, that's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Kevin in DC, you're on with Frangela. Hi, Kev. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Frangela. Uh, don't white supremacists uh, break your brain um, with, with their double speak. For instance, Marjorie Trader Gangreen and people like her just played a clip of talking about, you know, can't erase history, right? Yeah. Um, e- even if it's disgusting white supremacists like slave owners like them. But these are the same people who don't want, I'm confused, the same people like who, who support that maggot uh, moron uh, governor in Florida who wants to erase history about what happened to black people to make white kids feel bad. So which is it? You don't want to erase 
history in one way, but not the other. Or they tell us to get over slavery, but they won't get over losing the Civil War. They're probably the only losers that still have ridiculous dress-up parties celebrating it. So They're not the saying place? erase What's all history. They're saying erase history that makes Jaden sad. If it makes oh, Jaden oh. sad... I see, I'll put a John Brown not... statue right in front of her house. <laughs> He's white. <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre talking about just this double standard, you know, that Trump did. There were 4,000 derailments. He didn't go to one of them, right? During nope. And it, it's his rail safety, uh, uh, you know, regulations, regulations. that were, that he, he uh, what do you call it, repealed Obama's uh, safety precautions. Mm-hmm. And this is part of why this happened, Kareem Johnson. I guess I'm just struggling to understand why the president wouldn't go to East Palestine. It, does it simply not meet the bar for a presidential visit? Look, I don't, I, I, it's, it, I want to be very clear here. Um, there's no reason to struggle, I don't think, on this question. I think when you look at how the federal agents, agencies have responded from day one and took this very seriously uh, and reacted it within hours of the derailment and was on the ground. Yeah, one more, Karine Jean-Pierre. I think what's important is that we saw, um, we saw Secretary of uh, the Department of Transportation there. I do want to say one thing, though, um, which is there's been a lot of bad faith um, attacks on Secretary Buttigieg. And the reason why we believe it's bad faith is if you remember Elaine Chao, she was, uh, you know, she was the, the head of Department of Transportation and where when there was these types of uh, chemical spills, nobody was calling for her uh, to be fired. And uh, nobody was calling uh, for what they're calling on Mayor, uh, Secretary Pete. Yeah. It is, uh, it is pure politics it's pure political yeah. stuff yeah. what and they're there were doing 4000 4000 railings Relaine Chow didn't go to one of them just FYI 29 minutes after the hour Fridays with Frangela Stephanie Miller's show Look we believe that um, when you think about how this response occurred right how it's been going from literally since 2 a.m february 4th you've seen uh the epa on the ground you saw uh administrator regan doing uh, a great job on the ground making sure that he was with the community talking taking questions working with the governor you've heard from the governor directly governor dewine actually speak to uh, the federal response uh that uh, he truly appreciated the work that we have done uh for the community so yes the president is uh is certainly uh is again staying update updated on what is occurring on the ground but also appreciative of the work that his multi-agencies have been doing uh, over the past several weeks <sighs> thank you dark brandon for everything okay can i just say ever I, there's no we can't have a discussion about anything in this country anymore because it's all you know biden bad mm-hmm. that's all they care about is what what you know what they they want to say biden is doing wrong first of all it's yeah Obama got his black, of course, all over the train regulations. So they had to Trump had to get rid of those immediately, which is what caused this. Right. Yes, absolutely. I am going to invite us as Democrats to start behaving different, to start having different actions 
towards this behavior. And the first thing we need to do is puff our chests out, start banging our chests and going, look at our president all day long, all day strong, always getting, that is the vibe we need to send out. We need to stop being in reaction to their crazy because it's going to be crazy all day long, yep. all day strong. And if, and if we, when we allow ourselves to be sucked into it, yeah, we get crazy too. Yeah, yeah. I, by, I keep. What do I call it all week? Just this casual treason, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene or you know, when they talk about civil war, like it's not you know, secession. It, overthrowing the government on January 6th, it's just become, you know, casual everyday talk for them. Yeah, and I have no problem with them losing again. The, t- <laughs> the reality exactly. here is I will meet any of them, right? We can have this war between me and Francis and Marjorie and, and one of them, pick one. Um, I don't, what's his name? The one with the, ch- he, he had dates the children, maybe. Yeah, Matt Gates, <laughs> that one. Him. Yes, we we, we can settle this fight right now. We can settle this fight right now. And as we keep talking about the, they're the taker states. We're the giver states. There's a so-called national divorce will work out poorly for the red states, according to a new uh, analysis that shows they depend heavily on blue states. Um, the states won by Trump contribute far less to the federal budget than states won by Joe Biden. Uh, the Trump states, virtually every single state except for Utah, uh, got back more from Washington than it paid. So it would not really work out very well to their advantage to leave. In fact, the top states for getting a better deal from Washington are Kentucky, Mississippi and West Virginia. Uh, red states tend to be above the national average in poverty. The blue t- states tend to be below the national average. Uh, the, gr- the GDP is produced um, in, in the... Um, uh, let's see. In these places, red counties twenty nine percent, blue counties seventy one percent. Absolutely, right. Let, let me tell you something. They're Stephanie. the ones calling us socialists, right? Thank you. Who are who are the welfare queens? But we don't call these people to task. We don't want to make them feel bad. We are allowing people to to steadily create a reality that is untrue. And we are responding to their untruth as if it's true. Yeah, that's right. We've already consciously uncoupled from them (laughs) mentally. Yes. We Um, can do it financially now if they want. Yeah, the analysts said they have huge economic deficits. They wouldn't have enough money for their projects. They wouldn't have new bridges. They wouldn't have federal installations in their districts. They wouldn't have food stamps, Medicaid to help cushion their residents against extreme poverty. It would be really tough and stupid economic decision. Again, the whole irony of this is you got Republicans who oppose kind of almost every kind of federal spending who are the biggest beneficiaries of the federal spending that they oppose. Terrible idea for everybody in those red states. I I just don't. And, and here's the other thing. They don't want to educate their constituents. They don't want them to know. They want them to be drunk on the drug that they put, which is anger and anti-Americanism. It's exactly the plan that Tim Scott was talking about. It's effective. And it's an end. What it makes it drives us insane. Yeah. So then we start acting like chick running around, as my mother would say, like chickens with their heads cut off, responding. Yeah, yeah. Um, she carried a gun though as a chicken, so that was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we mentioned this uh, during the break to each other, but I think it, it is worth noting one moment of bipartisan unity, and that everyone hates Andrea Mitchell. Um. 
Maybe that's not fair. But Ron DeSantis' team is also whining. Alan Greenspan might not hate Andrea Mitchell. <laughs> that might be a might strong not. word. But, but well, I, I'm trying to figure out how this woman is always calling Biden too old. And does he have the stamina? And you can't sit on a chair and do your show? Do the show. You falling off. asleep, but Biden, Biden the too old. Biden's got problems. And you, you want a heroin nod? A heroin nod. If you haven't seen it, you have to see it. It is. I mean, she is, I don't know why nobody ran out to check her. <laughs> her producer clearly may not be a fan. It's like stay on the four shot. Stay on the four shot. No, that producer was like, she she'll be fine. She'll wake up. Let her go. Let her get going. She needs, she needs, she needs rest. That producer was playing rest. Wordle. <laughs> My latest, no, but my latest thing was just how disrespectful she was to the vice president, right? She's just, it was like she was reading from the burn book on Mean Girls. Nobody likes you. They don't want you to be the candidate. What do you think about that? It's like, but is that mm-hmm. journalism? Like, I, okay. No. Um. Okay. Uh, Andrea I, Mitchell is a Republican and, and, and she is fine with how she reports and she's always been that way. Yeah. Well, I don't. Ron DeSantis's team is also whining, but that's what they do because they're the they ask bitch party. They uh, uh, she her on air admission she did not correctly summarize Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's position on teaching history was not well received by the governor's team. She wrapped up her show by admitting she was imprecise in her interview with Kamala Harris, where she suggested uh, DeSantis doesn't want slavery taught in schools. Well, it, for once she was right. He doesn't want slavery taught in schools. But this is what I mean about they have to do the both sides do it and you know act access journalism so she said uh uh mitchell said let me ask you what does governor ron DeSantis not know about black history and the black experience when he says that slavery in the aftermath of slavery should not be taught to florida school children that's what she had to apologize for that i mean that's essentially true right well, yeah. she apologized for it because that's the she the, listen she's never apologized for any of the other things she said <laughs> like she's she's apologizing for telling the truth right yeah. And and see and when the truth is that blatant, it hurts. It hurts Ron DeSantis to for people to tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we're getting ready. It's Oscar season, right? When is it? It's coming up shortly. Uh, March 13th. March 12th. Yeah. 12th. Organizers for the Oscars are leaving nothing to chance after Will Smith uh, stormed the stage and slapped Chris Rock. Uh, the CEO is pulling out all the stops to make sure like nothing that shocking will happen again. We have a whole crisis team, something we've never had before and many plans. And what is there an anti-slapping crisis team in place? I don't. Okay. Uh, They just need share. They, yeah. All they need is share. Yeah. It's exactly. all like you don't need a Just crisis to slap team. everyone. Get, get share. Snap out of it. Okay. Done. Problem um, solved. Okay. So they they uh, already Jimmy... offered to be security. I don't know what the problem. Is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Francis they've... will slap them to next Tuesday. Uh, yes. Jimmy and the taste out their mouths. <laughs> I'd love the opportunity. Yeah, into infinity is what you said. You had to. I said I would slap someone into the middle of next election cycle, but. Infinity is, I don't know, somewhere. Okay, they've enlisted uh, Jimmy Kimmel with the hopes his previous experience as a host, his work in live TV will help them in the event of another viral moment. I just, only in Hollywood will we come up with a anti-slapping crisis team. Look, we could have told you from the minute we saw, when I first saw Will Smith go, okay, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Okay, that... That was the click. That was where you were yep. supposed to. That was him loading the chamber. And then, like, we would have already been on it. <laughs> Marie yeah. in uh, Atlanta. Hello, Marie. You're on with Frangela. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my goodness. I'm having a four-way? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God. You you are a prosecutor that is not Fawny Willis in uh, Atlanta, correct? This is true. I am the official Georgia legal lady interim until Fawny's free. <laughs> Might be a while though. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> um, no, actually, I, I called because I wanted to talk about the uh, um, Jack Smith subpoenaing Mike Pence, mm-hmm. uh, and and essentially Mike Pence is trying to not comply. And to be honest with you, I don't really think that this is a non-compliant situation. White, white people Mike don't Pence have to comply. To... I don't know if you got the memo. White people. Well, yeah, I mean, I, ever. Yeah, you know, I mean, as, as, a, as a former black prosecutor, I, I totally get how white people don't have to comply with those things. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just, the, I think Mike Pence wants to appear not to want to testify. Yeah, I think he I've, wants to make it look like that. he's being he's being compelled. But, you know, and, and I'm sure uh, uh, the only thing we're missing now is 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 having uh, Fugle sang on the show right now because I'm going to throw it down. Uh-oh. The power of Jack Smith compels you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Angela, I imagine you're looking forward to Ivanka's Ivan- Ivan- testimony. Pardon? You what? Mm, I cannot wait for Ivanka's testimony. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, Marie, uh, what was I going to say? So, uh, Glenn Kirshner, that was surprising. He defended the very chatty uh, Georgia Four woman, right? She, he said that in Georgia, there's nothing, uh, you know, that that is against the law yeah. about that, and she's a, you exactly. know, young woman that's excitable. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. But he he doesn't think <laughs> it's going to he doesn't think it's going to have any legal consequence. What do you think? No, I I don't think that it'll have legal consequences because she didn't. She came close, but she didn't reveal the, the the deliberations, like who thought what, or you know how many people thought that they should return a particular thing versus something else. Um, so there's there's not likely to be legal consequences on the basis of of her having spoken out. Even still, and I I agree with Glenn. I'd lawyer up if I was her. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I just who knows she she might find herself getting subpoenaed to testify in a hearing on a motion either to you know, motion to dismiss charges that might come up or some other evidentiary motion that happens in the course of whatever trial that comes up as a result of the recommendation of the special grand jury. Right. I gotcha. She was sort of the Kristen Wiig of the Fawny Willis slumber party. Was she not, Frangela? She was a little like, mm, guys are going to believe what's going to happen. And we're all like, <laughs> excited and she you know she's like oh it's coming don't worry it's coming well that's what glenn she's kirshner like a psa though yeah. for jury service and for grand jury service yes. right because you're like oh it can be fun <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right well glenn kirshner says indictments are coming too that's all i care about all right fridays with frangela oh my god it's the stephanie miller show Fridays with Frangela is back. Also, do we, you know what? Is there, maybe there was an, a headless, uh, what do you call it, entity woman that got into our internet because suddenly it seems to be. No, it's not working yet, but I see lights. Mm. Yeah, not okay. working yet. It takes a bit. You see lights. Well, Hold I, the light, Caroline. Don't go to Turn, the light. Go to the light. Go, don't go to the light. Go to the Francis light. says this place is clean. This place is clean. I'm getting messages. Okay. Oh my I god. Think, I think we're up. I, I think, think we're, we're up. up. <laughs> 
this house is clean. I think Francis just did it. When she says this house is clean, everything's fine. We're up. We're back and running. You guys are still on my phone, by the way, so if your internet goes out, that's what the problem is. I don't know what to say. Hi, Liz in Georgia. You're on with Frangela. Hello, Liz. Hi, my gang, my gang. I love you. Fridays is my best day, but the whole week. But I'm originally from New York. I relocated to Georgia. So what I wanted to tell you was at the end of the week, um, by mistake, I wind up watching the end part of the special that MSNBC had with about Giuliani. Uh-huh. And at the end of it, they did a memorandum for Eric Boulder. They put a, a what? In memoriam. They did a, they did a, a, a memoriam. Sorry. Okay, sorry. So a memorandum? They did a memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. They did a memoriam for Eric Boulder at the end of it, and I was, like, so shocked. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I... I just wasn't expecting that at the end of Giuliani. Yeah, no, I hear, well, you know, on MSNBC, can I just say, I, for, as someone that lived in New York in the, uh, hello, Hot 97, good morning, everybody, back in the 80s, if you're surprised about, like, oh, Rudy Giuliani, what happened to him, he's always been a despicable, racist piece of right? I mean, I, I don't understand, you know, it's like, yeah, he's gotten crazier and older and clearly drunker, but, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I if you live- Wasn't he married to a cousin? I believe he was. He was. I believe that is also yeah, a fun fact. I, I, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. Yes. To me, that takes you right out of I got to take you listen listen to you. It, right. I mean, it just, when we date at family reunions, that is a part of America's problem. Yes. All right. What, uh, I was, I did not have time to talk to Glenn about the former Proud Boys trial. What's his, the guy that turned on him, the, to the uh, Jeremy Bertino, the former leader uh, shed new light on the Proud Boys' growing desperation in the weeks before the riot. Um, he uh, apparently did not get to go because he was stabbed at a mm-hmm. previous pro-Trump something rally. So, But he was home directing mm-hmm. the other one. So he has, uh, But it's just these texts back and forth. He recalled frenetically swapping texts with uh, Terrio, you know, Enrique, the, the head of the Proud not, Boys. Not Denny Terrio. No. Please let's not drag Dance Fever into this again. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was swapping texts when they overran the Capitol. He expressed pride and amazement to Mr. Terrio, openly hoping the rioters would track down Speaker Pelosi. Brother, you know we made this happen. I'm so proud of my country today. I know, said Mr. Terrio. I mean, I, I'm so happy that all of these people are going to prison because they just, I, I mean, they were so openly sort of smug, you know, the guy with his feet on Pelosi's desk, the woman that stole her laptop, that they really thought they were going to do this, that they were going to overturn the government of the United States. And that Trump was going to just make it all go away. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and now they think he, that he's going to testify and try to help them. Trump has never <laughs> helped. Trump's never helped anyone but himself. Oh, I missed this headline, Travis. Trump shares glowing internal report oh, claiming yeah. his East Palestine yes. visit was a ratings hit despite no major networks covering it. Yeah. I see. So in his head, he had super big ratings. They're and, huge. Yeah, they were using like, yeah. like the most effusive words in that report just to make Trump happy. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like spectacular rating. His own people wrote reports to make towel? him happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. He he went and pelted them with 13-year-old expired water, Trump water. I just I can't. Okay. Um Francis, you made an impassioned speech about Democrats sticking together and standing behind Joe Biden. And so I could tell you were leading up to the Marianne for Williamson for uh President 2024 campaign. She running again? Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, really? That's bless her heart. You know what? Sweet. We 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 need a, we need an injection of love. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If she brings that consciousness to this event, God bless it. That was very sweet. Oh, it's very liberal helper of you. Yeah. What? Oh, sorry. I, There's a lot of stuff going on around here. But it, <laughs> by the way, yeah, a happy flight to Portland for to uh, film your special or your uh, comedy album tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, Nick Fuentes, the white supremacist influencer who had dinner with Trump at Mar-a-Lago, has been placed on the government no-fly list. So you can be rest assured he threatened to strangle a flight attendant who told him to put a mask on. So you can rest assured he will not be on your flight to Portland. So that's just wanted to leave you with some good news. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I might have enjoyed that. Frangela Duo on Twitter. Uh, go see them live if you can in Portland. Final word, idiot of the week, MSWmedia.com, sexyliberal.com. We love you, Frangela. Love you.